0: So 43
1: Troy Palomalu. I knew you were going to call that one Kendrick Perkins
2: <laughs> Garbage <laughs> I like Kendrick Carry
0: Pas- out. Pascal Carry Siakam Siakam um, Darren Spor- Sproles Your boy Ross Cockrell <laughs> Oh
1: he's trash
0: <laughs> 43 is a
1: garbage number it's, it's, a, it's not a good number In five. okay. Four.
3: Three. Uh, two. A is Dennis Eckersley. Sure. I, I'm not going to fight you.: No, nobody knows who Dennis Eckersley is. Pitcher? He's in the Hall of fame.:
0: I know the name. I don't I don't sure. know him. Uh,
3: Kurt Schilling Well, you already tapped out anyway. Did you just pick a random yeah. man?: I tapped out.
0: Did you? No, he, he didn't tap you out. You were tapping out. Oh, I He was could... counting you down. Oh,
3: you're counting me down? Yeah. Oh, my he was chilling. My bad. I'll Kurt wait, Schilling man. is
0: not 43.
3: Look it up. He was definitely 38. He was 43 at one point. Where? Right. With pull, the Red Sox, with, the, my
0: card, with the Diamondbacks. Again, Norm, we say we'll look it up. We're going to look, gonna look up. that up. Kurt Schilling wasn't no 43. All right. I said him last week. I'm going to steal because when he went to the league, he wore 43. Jim Dooley, <laughs> Miami <laughs> Hurricane
3: Great. Brad Doherty, (sighs)
1: Cavs. Whatever. (sighs) Two in the Jim Dooley for the year.
0: It's the last one for the year.
1: Thank you. That's all I got.
0: (laughs) I'm out too. 43 is not a good number.
1: Oh, I got one. TJ Ward, safety. Play for the
2: Broncos and the Bucks.
0: Yeah. Yes, that's that one's legit. The Kurt Schilling one Sus. (laughs) Sus. T.J. Ward was legit.
2: Pull me on that one. Do I got a dub this week,
0: bro? Please, I really hope hope you five, four, three, two, (laughs) one. Dang it! Yeah, yeah. It's over. Come Come on, Kurt
1: Schilling. Yeah, hey, Kurt Schilling one.
0: Hey, y'all can pull my car if
2: if I get this right. I get this dub.
0: Come on, give me another one, bro. You
1: got this. No, I don't. Come on, (laughs) Sam Perkins.
0: No, no,
1: I don't have
3: this. It's all all right. all All right.
0: right. It's all good. Take us home. Oh, that's all I got 43. (laughs) You don't have one for the road? For the road, I, I got nothing. I, we got We missed somebody. Man, I tapped out. Nah, that's it. We had to miss somebody.
2: Oh,
0: Oh, Who, knew, for who am I missing?
2: What's that safety that Stephon Diggs caught that pass on for the Saints? This in year? The, in the playoffs. It was when he was with the Vikings. It was like the last play.
3: I got nothing for you. Last name Williams.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. That's half the league. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing for you on that.
3: Didn't Richard Petty drop the 43 car in NASCAR?
0: Sure. I don't know NASCAR. Y'all are the NASCAR people. We can look it up. That, that's, that's the Kurt That's, that's, the one, one that, that's, the that's my Kurt Schilling.
3: <laughs> Yo, Fine. Kurt Schilling
0: wore 43. <laughs> no, he did not. Look it so up. That guy, look it up while Please. I do the intro. We'll look it up. Somebody said podcast, one stop shop, everything sports. Everything sports. Every, Everything sports. Yeah. Follow us on social media Instagram. Somebody said podcast. Twitter. Somebody said pod. Sponsors, we are brought to you by the Red Lady rum Punch, official beverage of the somebody said podcast. We're also brought to you by the Richard Petty's legit. Right, Richard Petty is legit. legit. We also brought to you by the law office of Clinton Paris. Look up Kurt Schiff, please.
2: <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I should get a dub off
3: of this
0: one. I will give it to you. Because there's no way.
3: Just just keep running
0: the sponsors. Bro. Boy, no <laughs> way, no boy. Way. <laughs> boy, no way, boy. We're also brought to you by the law office of Clinton Paris where they take the pain out of being hurt, areas of practice, wrongful death, slip and falls, mm-hmm. dog bites, state planning, wills, trust, powers of attorney, general civil litigation, business general counsel representation. Why are you looking at me like that? Bro, what? Did my research, man. Come on. There's, that's the only way you knew that. Kurt Schilling I with did my 33? Research. Wait, do you guys actually still do research for this? I had to. You know? I think about it during the week. I tell you that. I think about it during the week. Listen, this is like...
3: Kurt Schilling still
0: has the rape stash (laughs) in his (laughs) picture. There's no way. At the end of the day, I mean. But you know what, though? Going at the very beginning of this, this he said, I'm going to look it up. He was like, oh, fire, look it up.
3: This is 1989. This man wasn't even alive.
0: (laughs) He still lost. I mean, I wasn't alive when Jim Dooley played, but. That's fine. I felt like. He's retired hurricane. I felt like this was the week I was going to get a dub. How How did you still not get it? He's
2: the Swami. You looked it up. Oh, I'll take. I'll take that. It's <laughs> <laughs> part we talk about. At this point, I can't win a week. Fine.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, there's something wrong. I held people. that one in the tuck too. I'm like,
2: I'm gonna kill him with that one.
0: <laughs> you really did. Really did. Kurt Schilling with the Orioles. So for our listeners, those who like baseball. Kurt okay. Schilling played with the Orioles. And war number 43. War, you 43. learn something new
2: on the Somebody Said Podcast. There you there go. Is.
0: And we are also educational. So there's that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to start out with some. Oh, wait. We're going to start with some Nibleys. No, you have to have Bluetooth. Hang on. It has to have that. Is that in... What is apps? Is that appetizers? I could do some nibblies. Guys? Nibblies? Operator. Yeah, Yes, hello. We'd like some poppers. No, I don't like poppers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to nibble. All right. It happened a week ago at this point. Where we, so we just have to nibble. We have to mention it. About a week ago? About a week ago, a week ago. The Rays. Oh. You're lose choked to the dead Sox, Go ahead We didn't lose They choked mm.
2: Not much to say man
0: Alright So fine Rays we're, we're We're down No Tie ball game <gasps> We claw back We go down Actually we were recording <clears throat> They went down mm-hmm. Five runs to nothing mm-hmm. They clawed themselves Back into the game Tie ball game Going into the ninth We got Two men on Two outs Kike Hernandez up the bat, right? Now, Kike is hot. That was a hot bat. Yeah.
1: Kike <laughs> <laughs> had a hot bat. Kevin Cash. sides the pitch at the guy. Of course. Hits. Went the home
0: run. Put a double? It's like a double. Oh,
1: I think
3: that's A sack fly. Sack fly? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, maybe that's why I thought it was a double, because I know it went outfield. He drove in the run. Drives in the game-winning run. And the question is, why pitch at him? Why, why would you pitch at him, walk him, the hottest bat on the
3: team? So my question to you guys, is this, is this the second year that Kevin Cash has cost the Rays a run? And this or, is where I
0: thought he was going to go. Or is it more of a just a choke job for the players? Well, who decides if you're going to walk a guy okay. intentionally? I mean, did the did the, raids, did
3: the raids hit at all in this in this series?
0: We scored five runs in that game,
3: but not like we should. Though
0: playoff, Randy showed up. And listen, are, are we going to be? Are we going to score double digit runs every night? No. But if you if you look at that series, game one, five runs; game two, six runs; game three, four runs; game five, five runs. We hit. Hit better than we hit against the Dodgers last year. So the bats were at least somewhat there. Now, the pitching is really the problem. The pitching in that series, game two was despicable. We have 14 yeah. runs. That's just god-awful. The, the, our, our bullpen, actually game two, first off, game one, game two, we, we threw rookies. We started rookies. First rookie goes out there, game one, does just fine. Start another rookie, game two, bats, he gets eight up. Game two. Then the pin comes in, they stink it up. So the pull the, the pin really let us down, in my opinion. But in that moment, let's just talk about that moment because it feels like Groundhog Day. Because last year, you came in here, Unk, and you were 38 hot. Yeah. Cash pulled Blake Snell when he's dealing, and, and we're going to lose the game.
2: I'm not ready to put Cash on the hot seat, but. What? Listen, Whoa. listen, listen, listen. listen, okay. listen. No, 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 I'm not, I'm cool not ready to that. put him on the hot seat, but at the same time, in the two biggest moments, of your young coaching career, you mishandled those situations. Yeah, you got us to this point. But at the same time, I think he's done a better job than Joe Madden. Maybe Joe Madden makes a better call in that situation, but I think the future looks bright with Kevin Cash. It doesn't look good on his resume that you you essentially choked with the games, games on the line. Back to back years. Back to back years. You gotta recover from that. But if you're looking at I guess, the standard for Tampa Bay sports, which is the lightning right now. They, did, they, didn't get, they didn't get to the mountaintop just out the gates winning. They had some shortcomings with great teams, mm-hmm. like teams that you thought would have went further in the playoffs. So they had to figure some things out, and I think this is just another notch in his, his, his belt, but you got to learn from this and make <laughs> the right
0: decisions. I'm calling nonsense. You calling nonsense? <laughs> I will not have it though. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what the problem is? And you're gonna be surprised to hear this from me. Hmm. Likes the analytics too much. Hmm. Listen, I'm an analytics guy. Okay. Finance by education. I'm against it. I work in finance now. Ish. I, I love analytics, right? I think the analytics have done a lot for current sports. But you cannot abide by analytics, completely dismissing your individual knowledge of the game and feel, you are a manager in the pros. You got to feel a game out. And every right. night is different. I, it, it, every night, is you talk to anybody who played pro sports, football guy, they play once a week. And they'll tell you week to week is different. Every game is different. right? Baseball, they play 162 games. Every one hundred and sixty-two of those games is different, and you go in the postseason. Every one of those postseason games is different. You have to have feel for the game, and I'm starting to believe Kevin might not have it in the biggest moments. That's when you're supposed to shine the brightest as a manager. He's
2: he's built enough equity with this team. You won hundred plus he's not, games. He's not so. going
0: anywhere. He's that's not what going I'm anywhere. I'm, so. But I'm saying. He's got he's got to answer some questions. Right.
3: Yeah, I agree. Can I can I ask you guys like like again? Last year, I think I was I think I was with you in that in that game where you know Snell is dealing. Right. Let him. Hand. Yeah. Let him run it right. In in this series, every game except for one, the Rays pitching staff gave up double digit hits. They gave up twenty hits in game two. They gave up fifteen hits in game three. Uh, the clincher, they gave up. 12 hits and in the first game they gave up nine so almost double digit hits in every single game so again was it the was it Kevin Cash or was it that pitching staff just letting the Rays down no the collective no it's it's, it's, everybody's to blame yeah but but in that in that moment
2: you have it in your hands to make a difference in the game and you made the wrong decision as a manager so in that moment he made the wrong decision not saying that the pitching staff was good the whole series they were not, there was below average,
3: but as a manager, you got to put your team in the right situation to win. Can you, can you guys at least chalk this up in 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 a, in a way? Because I think we kind of talked about it. We can we can kind of close it out on this one. Like the the AL East was a monster. Of course, the whole time. I think I sent you guys a stat it has that been for like the last ten years, the Blue Jays had ninety one wins. Right, were mm-hmm. fourth place. The Cubs had ninety one losses. Were <laughs> in fourth place. Yeah, that just shows you how great that 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 division was. So. For you guys to lose to a team within your division, eh, I, I get the way you lost is disappointing, but can you really be mad at losing to somebody in a the, in the division that was just so competitive? Now, yeah, if I, I'm, Go ahead, go ahead.
0: I'm frustrated. If you lose, you lose. Mm-hmm. But did you, to Unk's point, did you put yourself in a position to win? Right. Right? And that's my only thing. And my, my final thoughts is, Reggie Miller said it best. What do you do when it's winning time?
2: Yeah. I can't follow up after that. But we were the best team in the division. Every year that the Yankees are the best team, they do what they're supposed to do to move on. They don't lose to a lesser team. And I felt like Boston was the lesser team. And we just are immune to just being the Tampa Bay Rays and not overachieving. And we let the moment get bigger than us, essentially. So Kevin Cash has got to figure it out.
0: Hope they do. Let's quickly stay in Tampa. We did not have a whole lot happening here. The Tampa Bay Lightning. We talked about it last week. NHL season was getting started up. Tampa Bay Lightning have played three games. They are two and one. Both of those two wins have come in overtime. Uh, one just an outrageous shootout of a game. Then they ground one out on Sunday against the Capitals. Two one game. They went in overtime. Stamkos with a dart of a goal uh, in overtime. The biggest story though coming out of Tampa right now is Nikita Kucherov, best player on the team. I say the second best player on the team, myself. Behind Vazzy? Vazzy. Vazzy's my favorite player on the team. He's the best player. He hadn't looked, He didn't look like it first two games, but... <clears throat> um, yeah, Nikita Kucherov is hurt again. They're saying it is a lower body... <laughs> I hate I hate the way the NHL announces injuries. Lower body injury, surgery is going to be required. They're reporting... So he is going on LTIR, long-term injury reserve. And yeah, so it's looking like we are going to be without Cooch for a second season back-to-back. Now last year, we were out with, we were without Cooch. We still number one seed. We go on to win the cup. Regardless, he comes back in the postseason. Yeah. It's just frustrating. And it's like, Another year of not having one of the best players in the league who happens to be on your team. Pump you're smiling over there.
3: Well what well, well no, I'm He's well, laughing. Well, yeah, I'm I'm laughing because it's like, all right, you guys lost your your best player, arguably your best player. Yeah. Right. And again, I think you and me had this conversation last um last season where same thing happened when in twenty fifteen you lost Patrick Kane. Still went on during the, run. the season. During though. the season. During the season. Deeper into the season. It wasn't three games in. Got him back. But still, I mean, an injury, you never know what you're going to get. I know it it can't come to find out Patrick Kane broke his collarbone. So you never know what you're going to get come postseason. You saw what we got from Nikita Kucherov. (laughs) That man just came back and said, yeah, by the way, I'm still one of the best players in the league. So the only thing that I'm curious on is I know you guys lost a lot of depth. Yeah. This year, which is kind of what kept you guys going, even missing that big of a piece. Do you trust what you guys have to
0: keep it going? I don't know. They moved Corey Perry up to that first line, and I am not a fan. Yeah. Corey Perry <clears throat> with Andre Palat and Brayden Point. I mean, I think we're going to end up calling it the PPP line. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know what we have in the rest of those guys yet. Uh, I mean, obviously, those guys have been coming up through the system, right? So they've been around. You know, Matthew Joseph has been around. He's not a, a new face, um, you know. So that's kind of the thing. Is like we know them, but they're they're pretty green, mm-hmm. you know. Ross Colton looked good in the postseason last year, and you know, mop up duty or not mop up duty, but in spot duty, I guess you'll call it, you know. But it's like, can they do that all year? I don't know, right? right? I don't know. Along with the core and the new guys,
2: do you, got, do you think you're good enough with Vazzy being the best goalie in the league to at least make it to the playoffs and go deep into the playoff until
0: Cooch comes back? It's very much possible. If I if I if you put a gun to my head and you said put money on it, I say we make the playoffs, right? Because it's hard for me to say this team won't. Right? We, again, to your point, we still got Vazzy. You know, still got John Cooper behind the bench. You know, you still got Stammer. Who Stammer's going to be his his regular season self? And I love Braden Point. Pointer Pointer has to show it again for another year. He's been he's been good a couple of seasons. Last year he started out real real hot, and he kind of tailored a little bit as the season went on. He's got to do that again this year. Like he's got to continue to shoulder the load because now he's the guy on that first line. Andre Pallad is is a is a matchup guy. He's not going to give you thirty goals. Shout to white guys named Andre. <laughs> Which you realize we have two of them. Love it every time. <laughs> so I think there is some question marks. Is what I'll say. And what is
3: no? Uh, I I think I think in a weird way because I know that the you know the NHL went back to traditional you know standings or, or uh, divisions, and I feel like in I feel like you guys might actually benefit from that now because I think you are back in a division that is very winnable, right? Like before we had you know you had Carolina and the Panthers in your division last year mm-hmm. like to me it's like alright you got you got the Panthers who you know are there yep. right? they're got, for real got the Mapes Mapes 2-1 and one. <laughs> again got the Mapes I get it they did make the playoffs last year which were then they were very underwhelming you had to throw that in there right. but it's true it's no true. Mapes no Mapes no Lakes. <laughs> so, oh, we saw Pam this week we did see Pam we did. so, so I think I think him. in a weird way you guys actually might benefit from that re, that realignment coming back to where it was traditionally and I think that I mean you guys didn't lose you, you didn't lose you know a, a defensive person like Victor Hedman you didn't lose Vazzy you still have I think you still have enough offense on there to get the job done because you guys you do have a still solid defense you guys would be alright we're gonna find out you did it you did it before you you should be able to do it again. Do have uh, one final
2: question, though. What does this mean for Cooch? Because it seems like he's kind of on pace to be the D. Rose of the he's, league. He's the new stammer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's pretty much new stammer. Or D. Rose, essentially. Like, can he, can, can he stay healthy consistently? I mean, that's been the issue with Stamkos, right? And even, and even last year, Stamkos got hurt at the end of the year. So, and is there like
2: a time frame like, okay, you're
0: not going to ever stay healthy. We need to move you. No, they're, they're not going to move him. Just like they they stay committed to Stamkos, they're gonna stay committed to Kucherov. Because the thing is, when you got him, he's so good, and you you know, and you'll continue to ride that out. We also just paid him, I think, two years ago. Okay. He just signed a new deal two years ago, so he's not going anywhere anytime soon. But it, it just it's a little frustrating, right? And I don't know, I I don't know if he'll ever be play a full season again. It's a great question. It's crazy. It's a great question. We're good NHL. We rolling? Yeah, oh, I'm, good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last nibbly. Chicago's a champion again. Woo! So the Chicago Sky. Oh, I was like, what? Chicago? Yeah. Chicago know. Sky. WNBA. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Candace Parker. Man, goes home. I came back and did it. Good. I like
3: it. Neighborville girl, man. did Did, did good. That... That's probably like the most WNBA I've watched. That's terrible. In a while. I'm not going to lie. It's terrible. But it's the truth. It's the truth. It's a great game, though. Uh, the the series was great, actually. The, the whole series was actually really competitive. And I didn't know that if the Sky were going to be able to pull that, that game off. Like They were down, I think, nine in the fourth quarter. And they just went on a run. And it looked great. It's, it's dope to do it at home. Mm. what i what I enjoyed about watching, especially like when these w m a teams you know go deep into the um go deep into a a playoff run or whatever I enjoy watching the support that they get especially from the men's side right yeah. so go to phoenix and you got d book you got chris Paul you got like the guys there supporting them all i mean chris Paul does that seems like Anyway, I like remember he was there when he was in Oklahoma City,
0: mm-hmm. right? He's, he's been a
3: big supporter he's of the a basketball head, period, right? Yep. But like, even like the, the the White Sox, like if you had tickets to the White Sox home game, if you came down to, you know, the arena, you got into the Sky game.
0: Okay, that's and cool.
3: They, yeah, and I feel like they need that push. Like the, the tennis was great because at the end of the day, it's, it's good ball. Like you asked, I can't beat none of them. I mean, we've okay. had the
0: conversation as far as skill goes. I mean, they're just as skilled as the men. They're just not as big, fast, strong. Right.
3: It's not exciting. It's not as you know explosive. The, yeah. High not ride. explosive. Yeah. The dunks, whatever, or crossovers. But like you watch Candace Parker play, you watch Quigley play. Them girls can play some ball. Know, man, they hoot. Yeah. Yeah. Tira- no, they no, She's hoot. all all time great. So yeah. watching Dope. that series, it was a great series. But shout out to the shout out to the sky, and apparently Chance the Rapper is a
0: <laughs> well part owner. No, he's, he's a, just a big huge fan, huge fan. Like he's out there on the court he's like with everything Chicago, though. He's, he's like is. that for everything Chicago, but
3: it's fantastic. So yeah, yeah shout cool. out to the city. We shout out to the city. We have a win in every uh, sport except for soccer. We Got a championship okay. in every sport. That's no, nice. That's
0: actually pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah,
3: I mean you are not Champa
0: Bay, but it's cool. <laughs> All right, no victory wine though. Well, 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 we're coming to that. Mm-hmm. Hold that thought. <laughs> <laughs> Before we can get to that. We gotta uh, we gotta recap college football weekend. Some funny stuff. Some interesting storylines. Let's hit it.
1: Go Bulldogs! Yale yeah, Bulldogs! Yeah, Bulldogs. Oh, wow. Not so fast, midget! Not so fast!
0: I don't know what was more entertaining: the game or one of the a couple of the storylines that came out of the weekend. Do we do we want to start storylines or do we want to go games first? So
2: storylines first.
0: Okay, storylines. So. I think the biggest story out of the weekend has to be Louisiana State University. Mm. LSU Tigers, the Bayou Bengals. Yep, there you go. I knew you were coming. Bayou Bengals, after beating the University of Florida, mm-hmm. who <laughs> came, into, came into Death Valley ranked number 20, they beat them 49 to 42. And then what they do to celebrate that victory? Fired their head coach. he <laughs> gone. Now, Nasty Ed. <laughs> now, I told you Ed was out. I said this two weeks ago. I'm you like, did? it's a matter of time. Ed is out of oh, there. You pulled him Miss Cleo. Again, so- me now for your boom clap clap Sean's family would be so disappointed in that. <laughs> hey, listen, shout out Dave Chappelle. He started. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Coming me out. yeah, I forgot about that name, skin. so that was terrible.: <laughs> it, No, it, it really was. but the, he That's did it, he <laughs> did it intentionally like that. So yeah, they 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 get an upset victory over the University of Florida did fire that coach. Again, I if you really, really have been listening to the, the, the tremors mm-hmm. coming out of the state of Louisiana around that program, coming out of Baton Rouge. This was a matter of when, not if. And if you notice when it was announced, how many articles came out, how much happened around it, you could tell this was not a spur of the moment happening. This had been planned. In fact, it sounded like from what I've heard, like they actually planned this out and came to this agreement weeks ago. That they were they like because they agreed to part ways. It wasn't they just mm-hmm. fired him, it was an agreement to part ways. And obviously people are gonna look at it and say, Well, he just won a national championship two years ago. Yeah. Right? 2019, Louisiana State puts together one of the are gonna be the best offenses yeah. in college football history. And they romp everybody, mm-hmm. literally run through the entire slate, everybody put it in front of them. And then all those guys go to the league. <laughs> <laughs> so that was part of it, right? Because, and that was a, this was a small part mm-hmm. of it. Because even when it happened throughout that season, I'm like, man, yeah, this offense is great. But I kept saying, this is lighting in the bottle. This is lightning the bottle. All these guys are going to be gone. Two of the receivers were there a year later. Pardon me. Jamar Chase was still there. Terrace Marshall was still there. Because they simply couldn't go to the league yet. Yeah, they weren't old enough. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was gone. Justin Jefferson was gone. Burrow. Uh, Bayou Burrow was already gone. And he left that year. Clyde left. Chase didn't play that year, though. Chase ended up sitting yeah. out, right, the following yeah. season. Mm-hmm. And Terrace Marshall, I think, gets hurt after six games or something like that. He doesn't play a full season either. They have a very bad season last year. And, everybody says, was out. Yeah. and everybody says, oh, you know, COVID year, whatever, whatever. So the, the on-the-field product wasn't great. And then you fast-forward to this season, where they get that win Saturday that moves them to 4-3. and three. But they're already 2-2 two and two in conference play. So you're not coming out of the West at two and two. They haven't even played Alabama yet, right? So you probably can chalk that up to an L. So they're not going to an SEC championship. So now you got back-to-back years of underperforming as far as LSU football standards, right? Because the standard in Louisiana State is you win ballgames. Right. You compete for the SEC. You're head-to-head with Alabama. and you, you know, you're fighting to go to the playoffs. So you're already below the standard. The bigger thing, the... The, the Titanic problem, where on the surface, hey, chunk of ice over there. But you don't realize it's below the surface. It's five times the size of what you can actually see. So below the surface, there are a ton of problems. So I alluded to it last week, but in this week with his firing, a whole lot more information has come out about good old Ed O. So this has got to be my, the, the, the wildest story. Of of several. There's been a number that come out. This is the wildest one, and I'll stop my my Ed O rant here. So apparently, apparently, Eric Orgeron, and I've never really thought about it, I didn't pay much attention to it, at some point in his LSU tenure, he becomes single. When he was married, he becomes single. Middle-aged man, millionaire on a college campus, in a college town, decent size city, Baton Rouge. And I, I don't want to say this out of my own words. I want to I read what was reported. And I quote, <laughs> he had just signed a six-year $42 million extension and he was a Louisiana hero. This is from The Athletic. And he was going to enjoy it. Something that had priority in his life that didn't have a priority before was talking to women. That just became too high on the totem pole he would then make some shaky decisions girlfriends at practice kids taking place in drills he apparently tried to hit on a woman at a gas station the woman says sir i'm married and pregnant he says what does that matter nasty Ed, man come to find out this wasn't just any old woman hold him dice man <laughs> This was roll of dice. This woman was the wife of a high-ranking LSU official. It says all the people who would get involved in this thing: the LSU board of supervisors, a collection of Louisiana attorneys and business owners who were appointed by the governor who make decisions at LSU. Ed, what are you doing? I think Ed just.
2: That national championship got to his head, man. Man, he he got Dude, to a point where he what? was he was untouchable, or at least he thought so.
3: Like I, there's a there's a weird thing I think would, like if you look at the, the 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 track record, the history of Louisiana State coaches, like you you go from Nick Saban, you know Jimbo is there and offensive coordinator. You go to Les Miles. Like, they have guys who are just, like, personalities. Like, Les Miles was, was very interesting. Oh, oh, the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter. He's the Wolf. Mad Hatter for a Great. reason. Yes. <laughs> and then, again, you have our, the greatest college head coach of all time for there for a minute. So, it's like, Ed has followed in these guys' footsteps. And he said, hey, you know what? I brought you a natty, too. And I, and, and I got Cajun roots. <laughs> he and I'm personable I'm going to do what I want I'm going to do what I want But if you're not winning, all that stuff cannot matter Winning covers over a
0: lot Yes, It, it covers over too much in its current It's not
3: just one year of winning Consistency Consistent And he just had Correct. one But again, it wasn't just like a one random fluke year Like I think he got how the fact that he arguably coached Some people think the greatest college football team of all time it's like, arguably the greatest office of all time. Right. So like
2: like you alluded to it when we were running today. He didn't build that team. That team was no. already there. He was an assistant on the team. So we haven't even seen an Ed Orgeron's team yet. So he, the fact he, that you're you're riding that wave off a, a team that you didn't put together says a lot about him. Yeah, and that's the other thing. He's a position
0: coach. Now, I don't think Ed he has was two ever He that old, mayor
2: He was John Gruden. He, he was a Tony Dungy built the team, and you just slid right in and won you the know, championship. You know what it'd
0: be like? It'd be like if um, who was the uh, Odell at Florida State? Mm-hmm. So like let's say like <laughs> Jimbo wins a Natty 2013 for whatever reason 2014 mm-hmm. Jimbo ain't there or he gets fired mid-season. Mm-hmm. Odell becomes the head coach for mm-hmm. the interim of the rest of that 2014 right. and mm-hmm. in 2015 he wins a Nat. he's yeah. like wait what? At least those guys you
2: named Les Miles he built teams mm-hmm. Nick Saban built teams Ed you're just slipping in a, in a slot and winning the national and championship And you happen
0: to hire Joe Brady Yeah he, Joe Brady happened to be available for uh, one season And then dipped. <laughs> and now he's in the league yeah. where he belongs
3: like, like what's the what's like our best comp for like just somebody who just hit a lick That's what Ed did. John Gruden in Tampa. No. No, no, no. Yes, he hit a lick in Tampa. I honestly think that John... Oh, Jamarcus Russell. That's the biggest hitting of a lick in in sports history. Because because y'all reference Gruden. I don't think that John Gruden is a bad head coach. I mean... He ruined that Bucs team. He ruined that championship team. He he also took the Raiders to a Super Bowl, too. So it's not like he's not a Super Bowl head coach. He's a good head coach for for whatever you want to talk about John Gruden. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. But Ed... Ed was honestly you and me. No, he was a good D-line coach. Ed is you and me. There is no way, right? And at the end of the day, that's like, like, I have an uncle that I never met before, and he just gifted me a Ferrari. I was just going to say that. It's like giving you uh, the keys to a a brand new exotic car. And I'm like, oh, this mine, And then you crash it. I mean, not before I punch two eighty
0: on the freeway. Way. I'm gonna I'm bend a couple corners first. You feel me? And, and then, then I'm gonna end up in a ditch. And then Ed right. wrecked
3: it because he was never supposed to drive that car. <laughs> That's Ed Orgeron. Well, let's just start. Players were just gonna show up. To the LSU. epitome of
0: riding it till the wheels fall off. Hey man, he wrote it out and he he did it great. He got an extension in the mix. Forty two M's. Listen. Yeah, he he had no business being that guy. So that was the funniest storyline of the biggest storyline, I think, of the college football weekend. But God bless him for catching the uh, for getting them Gators at L though. He did on his way out. I like Woo! it. I like parting. It. That's a nice little parting gift. He's got he's got mind control over Dan Mullen. Which I got I gotta spiel about Mullen, but we'll come back to that in a, in a second. Okay. The other funny storyline I thought was hilarious. So you got <laughs> you got Lane Kiffin back in Neyland Stadium. Back in Rocky Top in Tennessee, where he spent what two seasons? Mm-hmm. I believe it was two seasons at Tennessee, where he told them they was gonna beat Alabama and they was gonna do all this stuff. they gonna sing Rocky Top to the, the, the midnight, to the sun come up. All that rapping. <laughs> he skirts out of there with the quickness. As soon as he got a shot, he left. So now this is, I think this is his first time back. And Omis beats Tennessee. Right, so Ole Miss goes into Tennessee. Ole Miss was ranked number 13. They get a 31-26 to victory. Now, we talked about this last week, or I don't know who I was talking to. I'm like, going to be a lot of points scored. It actually was fairly decent of, of of a defensive showing for both teams, 31-26. The funny part of it is him enjoying being the villain. And I think, obviously, everybody talks about Lane. I think we, we think he's quite entertaining. But it, I think we don't understand the how much he seemingly enjoys being the villain. Yeah. Like, he relishes it. Mm-hmm. And if you get a chance, go find the clip of him walking out of Needle Stadium. First of all, he's surrounded by a ton of security. It's so much security. He needed it. <laughs> and he like, <laughs> like, blows a kiss. I love it. To the folks in it. Almost before he can get his hand down. Water bottle comes flying out of him. He one hands
2: him. Like O'Dell. Odell. You know what it reminded me of when George Bush was giving that speech and the guy threw the shoe at him? (laughs) But GW was so
0: smooth with it though. Mm. (laughs) He hit the matrix. Man, listen. I think it it was so gross. I think the water bottle, it had to be full of like tobacco spit. Again, we were in Tennessee. But then as he gets to the tunnel, he's still like, you know, egging them on and people just start throwing stuff at him. It was hilarious. The other thing that came out of that, oh, go ahead. Uh, to
3: me, the, the worst part about that, too, is the stuff that was thrown onto that field. And again, I, I, we, we're all college students, right? We've all experienced, you know, hostile situations or rivalry games or whatever. It's my belief that they plan on doing that regardless. Honestly, the things that were thrown onto that, onto that field and in the moment it was done, I think they either it, whether it had been because of Lane Kiffin or whoever, they planned on doing that. I feel like that's like a collective of college students saying, you know what? We about to
0: just mess up this whole game <laughs> and make our presence felt. So this is, and that was during the game. So what you're talking about is yeah. during the game. I'm talking about after. Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking about during the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They trashed the field. I mean, the game was pretty much over. It was about a minute left in the fourth. Mm -hmm. So the game was pretty much over. But to your point, you know what? I don't think it was planned. And the only reason I'll say that is because, and this is not just college students. This is football fans. It's very mob mentality. Mm -hmm. All it takes is one person to throw a chair. Chain reaction. Yes. And all it Mm -hmm. takes is one person to do it. And now everybody jumps in on it. But
2: the emotion's already there. So it may have not been planned, but somebody was thinking
3: it. And it's like, okay. Now, I could Bigger be. Bigger one bottle. They hate, Let me throw mine. They
0: hate Lane. They hate Lane and, so much.
3: And, and again, I think it's easier for a collective of people who are on one campus all the time, all year, to say, you know what? we don't like that guy. They so, don't. you know what? He's coming this day. Let's all get together. It takes three douchebags fraternities hey. to say yeah let's do this In the student section If Jimbo comes to
2: the doke I'm not doing it Stop yeah, they're, And drops they're not 40 what I tell you Somebody's gonna throw Something no, on not. the field No they're
3: not No not. And again you know saying. what And because I am not here For the Jimbo slander <laughs> I might not snitch on you But I'm not saying I won't <laughs>
0: That's terrible
3: it, not, Somebody will not do that here and for Then the it'll be slander. a chain
0: reaction That's terrible I'm, not here I'm sorry for it. The man just said he's gonna snitch hey, on you
2: Jimbo drop 40 in the doke If he want to <laughs> <laughs> Alright <laughs> He might not make it out <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Uh, other just quick happenings <laughs> that also took place. I don't want to toot my own horn. Oklahoma State beat Texas. Number 12, Oklahoma State visited number 25, Texas. I'm just saying. I'm not saying they're going to win the Big 12. But yeah. I'm saying I wouldn't be shocked if they did. And yeah. boys still
2: undefeated. I'd like to apologize to you.
0: because yeah. I think it was two episodes
2: back. I, I was like, Oklahoma State is all about offense. But it's been their defense this year. And you you brought it up. It's been more so defense than offense this year. They shut out Texas in the fourth quarter. And their offense scored 16 on answer, but Texas got shut out in the fourth quarter. They're ranked number 15 in the country defensively. Their I, offense, I didn't know. Their offensive isn't even top 50. I didn't know that either. So, Did
0: shout out to you. The stats? No, called you called it out, though. So. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I'm, it's one of those things where it's like, to me, it's also just like Michigan State, where nobody's really talking about them, but they're undefeated. They're doing what they're supposed to do. And I think we're all like, nah, I ain't losing no sleep over Oklahoma State. Nah, I ain't losing no sleep over Michigan State. Which I don't know what Michigan State will turn out to be. And I don't know if Oklahoma State, they could easily fall on their face next week Mm -hmm. and then go on a skid. It's a weird season though, bro. (laughs) It is. And so, and I want to come back to that real quick because you and I had a conversation on on Saturday about the weirdness of this season. And my man Chow hit me up and it was going to be his hot take. Shout out to Chau. We hadn't heard from Chow in a minute, right? He had a hot take, and I was like, I actually just told Uncle. But I, me, me and Uncle were just talking about this yesterday. So just other quick, we already talked about a Florida guys uh, upset by LSU. Uh, that'll be in our big three. That, that will cover the big three. Miami also lost on the road to North Carolina in another disheartening fashion, which that is what it is. Somebody needs to make sure Manny Diaz's mental health is okay. He was he's standing
2: a, on the field by himself.
0: He's <laughs> in a dark place. He's in a dark place But I mean Imagine failing at your dream job you finally get your dream job And you fail That's gotta be hard to deal with Which It is what it is <laughs> Willie Taggart Yeah so Willie, yeah, got, pay- Willie got paid On the way out So it, it kinda he eased the paid yeah. Oh we not No we don't have to pay man the length of his contract Oh no I get it I'm just saying He still failed No fair enough That's gotta that be hard bag, to deal though. with Yeah it, But the money makes it Not so bad And then he moved to Boca Right so. yeah, I'm
2: good yeah. I'll take that
0: uh, Other major happening So the The Another, there was only two uh, matchups on the weekend of ranked teams. The other one was Kentucky going to Georgia, and they got romped. It's Kentucky. Yeah, Georgia's, Kentucky went in there undefeated. They just beat Florida. It's Kentucky. Her basketball Fair school. enough. Fair enough. What's, but the, what's Georgia, the fat guy? Lorenzen? Again? <laughs> Why do you keep bringing up him? Because that's, that's, that's the, only, the last time. <laughs> yeah, that, no more. No that's more. That's the yeah. only yeah.
3: Kentucky guy I ever remember.
0: No more Lorenzen oh, references. Can you guys go three deep on Kentucky no.
3: players? Exactly. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Nah. Randall, yeah. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb and the running back that came out uh, a few years ago.
2: I can go Stevie Johnson, receiver. Okay. He's in three deep.
3: Hold on. So, Lorenzen is still one of them, right? What's the running back?
0: Oh, my goodness. What is that running back? See? Like that came out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It was when they they played Georgia Tech in their bowl game.
3: If you can't think of his name, then Lorenzen's your third. Bud Dupree.
0: Wow. End, Steelers. He went three deep wow.
3: on you. Hey, hey. There hey. you go. There it is. Mm. Crow is served tonight.
0: That's nice right there, my boy. Yeah, man. That's nice.
1: But
2: no more Lorenzo. Okay, yeah, no more
0: Lorenzen. So again, I think we're starting to look again, and I said it a few weeks ago, <clears throat> and I'm gonna keep saying it. I think there's number one and two in the league. And then 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 and then, and then and there's the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. Georgia and Alabama, even though Alabama recently lost, I don't think anybody's, I don't think any of us are saying. Don't matter. I think it's Alabama and Georgia and Alabama, Mm -hmm. whatever. You want to put Georgia first and then there's everybody else. Mm -hmm. It feels this year. Yep. Okay. Uh, Number two in the country this week, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Hosting Purdue. Yeah. 24-7, it got knocked off. They've been living on turnovers. Yeah. Can you live on turnovers for a full season? At some point, it, I mean that I don't
3: think that de- that defense is generational. Mm. I think that they have been playing subpar. I think that we talked about in the group text that that they they have been playing elite quarterbacks, mm. and but they have been dominating those quarterbacks. Yeah, right. My go ahead. I was gonna say no, my, go my my issue was what what happened after they lost, but I know we can talk about that in a minute.
2: My thing is. Oh yes. My thing is, you can't score seven points and expect your defense to correct carry you through a game, regardless mm-hmm. if you're playing Purdue. So yeah. yeah, you can't live off turnovers if your offense ain't giving you nothing.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. And I, I don't think you can live on turnovers. It, it gave me it was real 2017 Miami vibes, where the defense was getting turnovers. They beat They beat Notre Dame at home. Number number three Notre Dame comes in. They that was when the turnover chain like really blew up. But it's like eventually you get a Georgia Tech game. You barely skate by. And they made it all the way to the end of the year and they lost to a Pitt team. Because that's not, you can't live on turnovers. There's going to come a day, a Saturday, where you're not going to win the turnover differential four to nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. And can you win those ballgames? And the answer is yeah. clearly no. Yeah. So, yeah. another upset, which was one of, two more upsets. I don't think anybody really cares about this one, which shame on y'all. Number 19, BYU visiting Baylor. They nope. got upset, which nope, don't care. Don't I know care. y'all don't care. I knew y'all didn't. Arizona State. I feel like Arizona State is like a topic on this show every week. Should be. Because you play to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> that that right? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes, <laughs> Number 19, I, uh, Arizona State visits Utah, and they take a L. Sure. It's Pac-12. Pac-12 being in Pac-12, right? Yeah. Comics kind of is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not staying up that late to watch games. Oh no. <laughs> it it depends. If I ain't got nothing else going on, sure.
3: If it's good football, cool. But again, I got that's that's kinda like what I mentioned to you guys a couple weeks ago. It's like once you get past, you know, number fifteen. You did say that. Do you really care about being number seventeen in the in the nation? Nah. nah. I'm I'm
0: straight. So real quick, this was this was Charles hot take of the college football season, really. And, Unc, you and I had this conversation also on Saturday. We thought, you said it last week, you're like, we're getting a parody that we've been asking for. And my question to you was, is the playoff going to look any different? And if the playoff doesn't look any different than it has been, did we really get parody, or was it just a fun regular season?
2: I think the playoff may look different this season because you got Cincinnati. And I think they could win out and make it into the playoffs. My only concern is, are we really getting parity? Are we getting parity just for this year and then it's back to normal next year? Because we're seeing some games outside of Georgia, outside of Bama. We don't know who's going to win on a week-to-week basis. And as sports nerds as we are, we like watching games where we don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. We didn't know that LSU was going to beat the Gators.
0: No, I thought the, I thought Florida had that game and it was going to be a shoe in
2: Or Purdue with Iowa, so. <laughs> but, like, as, as fans, this is what we want to see, but consistently, and I don't think it will happen. We know we're going to get Georgia, Alabama in the playoffs. Yeah. We may get Cincinnati, and they may throw Ohio State in there.
0: Or Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma. Which, who are all repeaters. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
2: it's for the moment. I enjoy it, though. But, but I, don't, I think it'll go away next year.
0: Let me ask you this. What is the likelihood Oklahoma wins out, Ohio State wins out? Georgia-Alabama went out regular season. They shouldn't jump Cincinnati. Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship. Who's your four? Since he, since he still gets in?
2: They earned it just based off of last year and a continuation of this season. You can't take that away from them.
0: What do you think will happen?
2: I think, I think Ohio State hasn't done enough or Oklahoma to show that they're a dominant team. Yeah, you started off bad, but just because you're, st- you're starting to gain your, your footing when Cincinnati came out the gates ready to play, I don't think they should suffer from that just off of reputation. That's not
0: fair. Because Oklahoma's undefeated too. Oklahoma yeah. hadn't lost. They stumbled. They, they haven't looked good. But they, ha- but they haven't lost. So I'm with you. If, if Cincinnati wins out, they have every right to get in the playoffs. Right. And if they don't, Everybody who's been beating the drum of, especially anybody who's a fan of a G5 team and saying, we did everything you asked us to do. Cincinnati's done everything they've been asked to do. He said, schedule P5 teams. They said, okay, fine. Beat them. Okay, fine. Go on the road and do it. Sure, we'll go into South Bend and knock off Notre Dame, who y'all ranked. They've done everything, and they deserve to be in. I'm absolutely with you. My worry is they will throw in an undefeated Oklahoma Over an undefeated Cincinnati or a one-loss Ohio State over an undefeated Cincinnati.
2: Well, we can all we can already kind of chalk up the the two lock-ins: Georgia and Alabama. There's only two spots left,
0: unless Alabama loses the Georgia and SC championship. Then, then you there's no way you can put Bama in there if you've got. Yeah, that's the only one.
3: It would be very hard because, like, like to me, like to this point, like looking at the top ten, the top ten is status quo. Like outside of Cincinnati. Every team there is teams that we've seen: Georgia, Oklahoma, Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Oklahoma State, Oregon. That's your top ten. I haven't seen Oklahoma State in the playoff. They're undefeated. <laughs> for, Again, for like, now. So, so, so I, so, I, so, I guess my point is like to that though. Ohio State got to play Michigan. Michigan got to play Michigan State. I think next week,
0: right? So that th- not a, that's not. A, oh yeah, because they're rivalry week. Game so, is Ohio State. I have to say it's close to.
3: So the thing is, there could be tons of movement, but now all of a sudden, do do the voters now say, well, Michigan's six, Michigan State's seven. So if it's a close game, should they move? If Ohio State now beats Michigan in a close game, some, for some reason, Ohio State is even above Michigan, even though they're a one-loss team and Michigan's undefeated. Should they move that far? Like, I... I the fact that we talked about before, the fact that Iowa dropped nine spots for losing right to an unranked team, they should have beat Purdue, but Bama should have beat Texas A and M, right? And they lost, they dropped four spots. Why? Because they're God Almighty Alabama, because they were on the road, and Purdue is now ranked Fishing. twenty-five. They're also yeah. not good, right? Texas A and M is not Alabama, no, right? So that, so you're telling me that. That Texas A&M should be able to go into any place, or at least say, "Hey, you know what? Come play us at
0: home, and we'll beat you, no so, matter who you are." First of all, we know it's biased. Yes, yeah. but the, the other, but what they'll hide behind is the fact that Texas A&M was ranked. Start of the season, mm-hmm. they're ranked again now, and Alabama was on the road. Meanwhile, Purdue wasn't ranked, ain't ranked, ain't gonna be ranked, and it was at Iowa. That's what they'll hide behind. I'm not saying I, it's right. I get it. And, and, and Texas
3: A&M has lost games that they shouldn't have lost. We've seen that, right? Absolutely. I mean, we had questions about it, So now— They got
0: beat down by Arkansas. Right. So now, it, so
3: now— It's
2: almost like there's an obligation to have five to six teams from the SEC. Like,
0: oh, absolutely. And they start the season out that way. but it, Absolutely. but they all, try to keep them there. Hold on. But Connect. in all honesty,
3: you can kind of say the same thing about the Big Ten. The Big Ten is— Same thing. To me, the Big Ten is right there behind the SEC. They don't get as much love, maybe, because we're in the South. They don't get as As much love on ESPN
0: because they don't have an ESPN TV deal. But at that point, well, Iowa's in the
3: Big Ten. So, yes, they're not the, the, the blue blood Michigan, Ohio State, or even Penn State. But I feel like Iowa has done enough the same way Cincinnati has done enough. So how much do you think reputation plays into that?
0: Tons. That, that, that's why I feel you're not like, used to
2: seeing they, Iowa. Listen, rate they were number waiting two.
0: to drop. They Heaven were waiting for Iowa to lose yeah. and to drop them off.
2: And I but how like do you drop from two to to, 11? to eleven? Eleven. That's, yeah. that's like, because all, they
0: were honestly, waiting
3: for it to happen. I feel at this point, I, I. I Prey on everything that Cincinnati wins out because if they lose anything, oh, oh they're, 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 they're out done. of the top
0: ten. Oh, they're done. Yeah, Alabama right? lost one and it still is can make the playoffs. Cincinnati Dude, lose one, they're done.
3: There's four one lost teams in the top ten. Penn State's lost, Ohio State's lost, Alabama's lost, Oregon. They've lost. That's top, that's your top ten right now.
0: Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. You're. A, you're absolutely yeah. right. So you're so
3: you're talking about parity. I want to see Iowa say, okay, fine. You guys are number two. Drop to six. Or drop the drop right. seven. Don't drop them out of the top 10.
0: Yeah. Because now we're, that,
3: getting the, we're getting the same thing we've always seen.
0: That tells you they were waiting to do it. Hey. They were waiting to drop them out of the top. They were waiting for them to lose. They've been praying on that downfall. And so, told y'all, we told y'all, hey. there it is. Get them out of here. So You preaching to the choir. I need you to get this to the congregation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Okay, so those are those are the big lines coming out of college football for the weekend. Some funny stuff. Nasty Ed That's a funny name you, That's his name You keep saying it With a straight face Dirty Dan And Nasty Ed Went at it I'm <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Dan Yeah hey, oh, wait, Real quick question. Yeah Oh Is a Dan question? Yeah So real quick on Dan I had Florida fans Telling me They're done with Dan I ain't they trying to, to hear that We had, had y'all Dan, on the show Out of here
2: We had y'all on the show Y'all was behind Dan 100% SEC Championship. Y'all got to come back on, Frank.
0: They said they was going to win the East. They said they were going to win the East. Yeah. And I've been saying this about Dan. And it's easy to say it now. And I'm not going to do the whole I told you so. But to me, Dan Muller's an 8 to 11 win guy. 11 on a, on a, on a everything goes right year. He's not a national championship guy. He just isn't. Like, I, I've never gotten... Dan is going to take this team to the mountaintop. He's going to win you, most of the time, nine, ten games a season.
2: And that's not good enough for Florida fans.
0: The question is going to be, when does the Florida administration say, we're tired of you being good, not great? I think Dan's a good coach, and I think I think Dan is best as an offensive coordinator. I don't think he's a head guy. I don't think he's the one to take a team to a championship. But if, you want, if he's just calling players on your program, yes. Because the other thing, he doesn't recruit fantastically well either. All right. So... When does the when does the Florida administration say we're not satisfied with you just being good, Dan? We need great. Because he's clearly head and shoulders behind where Kirby is in Georgia. He's nowhere near where Alabama is. They gave him a good game this year. He's not on the Alabama level. And that's where Florida wants to be, and deservedly so. Clearly he's not he's not getting them there. This is year four for Dan, which means you got your guys. These are your guys. Right. So, because yeah, right last year those weren't your guys, right? Kyle Pitts wasn't his guy. He didn't recruit Kyle Pitts. So, when does it become a all right? We're good. Now we now we go look for great. Or like, who do they go get right now? That's the thing,
2: though. I think Dan. He's a. Sol- I'm with you. He's a solid coach. He's a great call play caller. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's it, which isn't bad. Look at uh, Brett Venables. He's not looking to be a head coach anytime soon. He's a yeah. good defensive coordinator, and he knows his role. I, I think Dan, he, he took a sh- crack at being a head coach. Didn't work out. You, you fluked up on going to a SEC championship, but at the end of the day, you can't scheme your way around Alabama. <laughs> You're just going to have to play them talent for talent.
0: You have to have the talent and to you go. And you can't recruit
3: at a high level. Like week by week with them, yeah. So Then how does that trickle down then? Because, I mean, growing up we had we had bobby bowden we had steve spurrier like steve spurrier is the the, the pinnacle of, of florida coaches right yeah so how do you get back to steve spurrier because who was he before he got to florida they gotta go find somebody but i'm saying so if 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 dan is going to be that guy i mean again it's not like bobby came to florida state and all of a sudden florida state was great like he had to build that over a course of 10 years right mm-hmm. he got there in 76 the, Noles and start winning until the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. So you rolled that out. So, again, if right now, if Dan can get you nine wins on a good year, 11, that's, that 11's a good year. That means you're 11-1, but you lose the Bama probably, which is,
0: okay, usually happens. But well, actually, has he won 11 games? I think he maxed out of 10. Okay. He, he's you.
2: in the easier conference.
0: I thought he maxed it. Because okay. last year, they lost, they lost the SEC championship mm-hmm. game. They lost another. They lost a regular season game. Probably Kentucky. Oh, was it Kentucky? No, no, no. So, so, so. Either way. So
3: again, at some point, if you have again, you know how my how I feel about coaching, right? Mm. If if you try to keep hitting the reset button, you 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 keep putting your program back at least three years. To me, every time you hit the reset button, you put your program back three years. Well, do you? Because
0: look at Mel Tucker at Michigan State, year two.
3: And do you believe that Michigan State is at a point right now to compete for national championships? No.
0: No, but they're no. winning ball games.
3: They're winning ball games. They're
0: undefeated. They're doing what they're supposed to to this again. Point. But this is Florida. They haven't beat Ohio about? State the and they haven't beat Michigan.
3: And the expectations for Michigan State football are not Michigan or Ohio State. Or right? Florida's. Right. Or Florida. So again, if 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 Dan is gonna be that guy, I say ride it because it seems like you have a guy That's risk, who has though. been more consistent than any coach you have had.
0: Probably since so, Steve Spurrier. No, since Urban. You right, I'm Urban. sorry. Right. So here's my question though. At what point do you say he's not the guy? Is it what does that take? Five years, seven I, years, ten years? Like I, at what point do you say he's just not the guy?
3: I think in all honesty, I, I feel like I feel like in, in in to in this age of sports, whether it be college sports or pro sports, it seems like the what have you done for me lately has like been sped up five years.
0: Oh, it's microwave. It's a microwave society. Right. So I mean,
3: let him let him do his thing. If he's good for that program, let him do his and thing. How not, long
0: is the question?
2: He's not good uh, for that. Pro- certain programs are okay with eight, nine win season. Not
3: Florida. Not Florida. Yeah, but not Florida State. Not Miami. Right. So, 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 so in the SEC, everybody wants you to be Nick Saban, and it's not like Nick Saban was Nick Saban overnight. I mean,
0: when Kirby kind of became Kirby overnight, yeah. he still and ain't. That's the, but then that's the other problem. But he
3: still ain't won no natty. He won the championship there, though.
0: He's been there what? No natty? He's been there 3 years? He, but here's the other thing though. When the last time Georgia won a Natty? But here's, he's been there 3 years. Huh? 1980. But he's been to one. Dan is he has yet to win the SEC mm-hmm. and he's yet to get to a Natty. I think if he if he at least made a playoff, I feel like the program and the fans would have a little more patience with him. But he's yet to win the he's won the SEC East once. That was last year when you had a generational tight end, the best quarterback you've had since Tebow. You won the SCEs. Okay, cool. You lose the SCE championship game. You don't make a playoff. You lay an egg in your bowl game. You make these excuses. Oh, well, we played our last game. You can't say that, dude. dude you can't say that. Again, keep it. And, and all the rumors, and this and this is a firm and staunch belief amongst national pundits. He is trying to get to the NFL. And last year, that's when it really heated up. They're like, oh, Dan's going to the NFL. And then it doesn't happen. And now he's like, he's stuck at Florida. At that point, now the fan base is like, well, if you don't want to be here and you're going to lose. He's two and two against Kentucky. They beat him 31 years straight. The fan base is over it. He He can't beat LSU. Ed O has mind control over you. And Mark Stoops. Loves to take your cookies half the time when you buy them. And so he, it's like
2: And to the Kirby point, Kirby's been consistent not only in, on the recruiting trail, but winning games. He's mm-hmm. been there what three seasons? They're perennial top five team. He's projecting upwards. Dan
0: is going down. At the moment, at the moment, Kirby is favored to win the national championship okay. by many people. And Dan just dropped another game. Yeah. You lose to Bama, okay, fine. So you Ke- lose to Kentucky. Eh, what are you doing? And you turn around and you lose again to an, a middling LSU team who was on their backup DBs. Quarterback ain't all that good. Max Johnson's about as bad as his dad was in Tampa. Shout out to Brad. It's like <laughs> a team who can't run the ball and then they run all over you. You, you. you just can't, you can't do that at Florida. You can't. That is a fan base that knows what winning feels like. Okay. They know what winning looks like and they just not win. And you and you refuse to play who everybody's decided is the better quarterback. Everybody had long decided Anthony Richardson was better than Emory and you said, nope. Not, nope. Emory Jones. You trot him out there, turns the ball over, you put Richardson in, and then lo and behold, offense looks way better. Still lose. Mm-hmm. Offense looks way better. It's a combination of just bad things and I hear you, but the question becomes, and I think that's the million dollar question. How long... Is long enough
3: I got but, you Again like I, I feel like I feel like for some of these things When it comes to coaches Is revisionist history I was, I was trying to look it up just now It's like how, how in our minds What we view Bobby Bowden as Right Again Arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time Top three Top five Wherever you want to It's 21 and 10 in bowl games if, if, I, if I told you your coach is 21 and 10 Does that sound great to you?
0: Well it's two out of three it, it's, I'm a Miami fan, bro. No, hold on,
3: hold on. <laughs> honestly, honestly, but ask him what his record is against Miami. It wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. So, again, so you're talking about, well, hey, can can but he beat Georgia? Can he beat Alabama? That's not a fair
2: comparison. You're comparing Dan Mullins
3: to Bobby Bowden. I am. Bobby actually I, built I, Florida I, State.
2: Dan Mullins is supposed to carry I, on I to the what, standard. But
0: no, Dan had to rebuild Florida. Florida had to be rebuilt. And, 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 and Bobby Bowden built Florida different.
2: State
3: from nothing. Right. It's
2: right? different than rebuilding something from nothing. In building something from nothing, okay. than rebuilding a, a standard that he was already set. He didn't
0: have to re-pour the foundation. They right. just needed to completely gut the house. I got you. So, so Bob, Bobby gets a floors. pass. So, yeah. so,
3: so Bobby gets a pass. Bobby built that being, thing ground up. I he get got it. a statue. Hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, again, Bobby, gets, Bobby, had to turn Bobby the soil gets. over there. Bobby gets all my love and all my praise. However, his record against Miami is not great.
0: Agreed. It, it just is what it is. So, I mean, so, but, and this is, and, and so, I know, so, I know, so, I know so, the yeah, point you're making. Apples but what, and oranges, though. But this is, again, this is the question. How long is enough time? And until we can answer that, it's hard for me to tell that schools are doing the wrong thing. I feel you. Some guys do need time, if, but that's if, a, that's a, that's the question. I think that's where that administration is right now. If, Has he had enough time? If Dan is And how long is too long? If
3: Dan is constantly going six and six. Seven and five, eight and four, whatever. Then okay, fine. Clearly, he's not the guy. Give me somebody that can consistently keep us in the in the game, be competitive, give us ten wins. Okay, I think he can figure this out. Urban okay. Meyer,
0: we got to keep rolling. The the timer has completely too, turned it off. Way too long on
3: the Gators. Who just now? Oh, hey. we did. Why
0: not? Um, but I, I think that that topic though speaks for a lot yeah. of programs because Miami's at the same point where it's like fans are done. I said it three weeks ago. I said it three weeks ago. I feel like, bad. Get him out of well, Manny's
2: a nice guy, though, man. Nice, I, nice guys don't win.
0: Yeah. I think Manny is a good dude. And I I to me personally, since Butch Davis, I've cheered more for Manny than anybody else. I because I know he actually loves that program. He loves yeah. that city. And um, you know, listen, but I don't think I just don't think he's the guy. And he's he's only in his third season. I did tell you that. And though, we're like, hey,
2: he's a defensive coordinator.
0: That's all he'll he'll ever be. That's what it looks like. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks Which like. Which is fair. So, which, not even, because the defense is super <laughs> inconsistent, which, can't understand that. He had great defenses when he was just a D.C. As
2: a, as a head coach, you got to manage so much Too more. Many other you can't things. focus.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. That is the end of college football. You got to pay bills, guys. Let's pay bills. And we'll close it out with some NFL primetime talk. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is Attorney Clinton Paris from the Law Office of Clinton Paris. For a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, Attorney Clinton Paris, at 813 413 7924. That's 813 413 7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the Law Office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview.
3: The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's rum punch A premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach To find it near you, visit theredladypunch.com Shake well, and please drink responsibly Bring it in if y'all can see this man <laughs> on the air violin right? it's so
0: strong it's Dog. so strong
3: Listen, air drums air guitar get tons of play tons of love right maybe a little too shoulders much right first. maybe a little Dang. too much <laughs> I don't think anybody in the lower 48 states <laughs> kills the air violin
0: like oh I'll put him up against anybody
2: Ooh, you, got, you gotta prop the shoulders up
0: first is that like, how it starts? Yeah.
3: <laughs> no <laughs> Give me on every time.
0: Oh, oh man. man. Well, that is the intro for our NFL review. It was week six. We are a third ish through the season, 17 week season. First time, 17 weeks. So not divisible by anything, but 17 and one. So we're a third ish way. Uh, this week, seeing as we're a third ish way through the season, switch it up a little bit. Last week, we did our three biggest games. This week, through six weeks, who are the contenders and who are the pretenders? That's where we're yep. going to go with this. So, we're we going to start with the pretenders and we're going start with the contenders. If we go pretenders, I got to go first.
2: Let's go pretenders first. Then.
0: Okay, well then, let me just go ahead and eat this crow. Run it. I said last week, Cleveland Browns. Should be looked at as one of the favorites in the AFC. You did. Run games, legit stout. <clears throat> no one run game in the league. Yeah. Defense, a Clowney opposite Miles Garrett. You know, Greedy Williams, which last time we talked about Greedy Williams. He's looking decent as of late. I'm like, hey, you can, if you can run the ball and you can play good defense, you'll be all right in this league. Welp. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: apparently Three only, weeks later <laughs> Right Right The Spongebob Apparently Nick Chubb going down Goes down And the whole thing Just goes kaputs So they get a They get a Another real test Right Because When you look at the Cleveland season As far as like Real tests they've had They played Chiefs week one Which they kind of gave that game away At the end Right 29-33 mm-hmm. Loss to the Chiefs They beat the Texans, they beat the Browns, they beat the Vikings. Lost to the Chargers in a shootout. Where was that defense? I'm thinking, oh, for sure. Defense will weigh back up this week. They'll contain K-1. Offense will still be able to run the ball. Kareem Hunt has been the best backup running back in the league. What I didn't realize, and this is a theme, he did it last year apparently, Kareem Hunt disappears when Nick Nick Chubb gets hurt. Nick Chubb goes down. They're like, hey, Kareem, running back one. Uh-uh. Moment's too big for me. Pissed down my leg. Get out my technique. Davis, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> he ended up in a, on a Coach 30 film. He just, he, he just becomes a non-factor. When he's the main guy, apparently, in Cleveland, he becomes a non-factor. So Browns got smacked. Baker Mayfield looked terrible. I mean, just some bad turnovers, like not getting rid of the ball, dancing around in the backfield. Getting blindside hit, fumbling. He fumbled one time and faked hurt, and they <laughs> took him to the tent. He came right back out of the next. I'm like, that jugger wasn't hurt.
2: I want. I want to shoot Baker some uh, bail though. What? Obj Obj hasn't been himself. He's he's been dropping passes left and right. Jarvis ain't there. You lost two of your offensive linemen. You don't have your number one running back. So you can't put it all on Baker. There's a lot of pieces that are missing around him right now. Mm-hmm. So there's no cons- consistency,
3: c- continuity in that offense. I think if we run it back, I, think I mentioned like having Odell Beckham out last year. Like Jarvis Landry had a decent year. I think that that offense would have been complimented more if he has multiple weapons. Right. And then you, you know that they get off the bus, they're running. They run the ball. Yeah. Right. And they do that well. So now, if you're depending on Baker to just go out there and sling it around, where game. now all of a sudden Jarvis is gone. Odell, he's kind of at that point, which I I hate. Cause I love Odell Beckham. That you don't know if he's gonna play a full season. I don't know if he's the same guy. So who's he I don't throwing think to? He is. So he can't hand the ball off the Nick, Can't throw to Jarvis. Can't not throw to Odell Jones. And then in all Donovan honesty, has
0: actually had some good weeks.
3: And to, and in all honesty, that defense has given up thirty plus points three times this season.
0: Yeah, the defense ain't that great. Offense is hurting, It sounds literally. like the Browns. <laughs> it sounds very Clevelandish. It I do does. think if
2: they get healthy, though, they could be better than what you're making them out to be. Okay. Sure. In that division. Are you, helping,
3: are you shooting me a bone or them? I'm shooting them a bone. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be tough because Cincinnati is actually straight. They're beatable. They beat the Chargers. Cincinnati's beatable, but they're foreign too. And then they're not going right. to catch
0: Baltimore. Yeah, I actually I actually still don't have the Bengals making the playoffs. Okay. We'll see what the back I mean, a lot of football left. <laughs> That's my I'm putting them as my pretender. You guys got pretenders? Yeah. Um I'm gonna go to Raiders. They're four and two. Mm.
2: Interesting pick. Outside of Baltimore, yes. they haven't they haven't beaten any good teams. They they beat the Steelers, which who we're all
0: not sold on. Which Baltimore gave that game away to. Right,
2: in OT. Um it beat the Dolphins. Lost to the Chargers, beat the Bears, beat the Broncos. So you haven't beaten an, an elite team for real outside of the Ravens. I'm not sold on Derek Carr. I think he's in the mid class of quarterbacks in the league. I've I've said this consistently. Pump, you've taken up for him. I have. But he's mid. Mm-hmm. If he's not throwing to uh his tight end twenty times Darren a game, Waller, yeah. Darren Waller, that's it. That's it. You you don't have nobody. Henry Ruggs, I don't think he's an elite. Whoa, receiver. wait.
0: Henry Ruggs ain't the next Tyreek Hill?
2: No.
3: Wow. Stop it. Huh. Stop I mean it. Shocker. Listen, the whole season, again, Julio ain't been serving that scampy. He ain't serving no scamp <laughs> So it, it's it's kind of, like to me, it's still kind of hard. Wait, who are you talking about? Tanner Mid.
0: Oh, you're no, oh, he was talking about
3: Derek no, Carr. About, oh, Derek Carr, Derek Carr. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Every time I hear Mid, I, I go straight for I mean, there's multiple
2: guys in that relax, mid class. man. Yeah, no, my, bad, my
3: bad, my
0: bad. PTSD?
2: Josh Jacob. We don't know if he could stay healthy. Yeah. So and then you lose John Gruden. So it's it. Yeah, you won this weekend, this past weekend. But I think they're on the cusp of declining as the season continues.
0: Okay, Raiders. I did not think that. I did not think that's where you were going to go. All right, pump. You got a pretender.
3: Um, I think I I think I do. Even though I would love to see them uh make a solid run. I think my pretenders might be Saints. Okay. Um, I, I thought the Saints after that that first that first game of the season, seeing what um seeing what Jameis did, but like five five tutties, no picks, he's actually been very consistent. That team as a whole hasn't been consistent. Yeah, he three, hasn't been terrible. No, he hasn't been terrible so at all. So we got what,
0: like three picks? Three picks. Mm-hmm. Twelve touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: But I mean, they're three and two to show for it. That's true too. So, I mean, that to me, that's a little disappointing. I don't think that division is super hard to compete in right now, even though you got the Bucs. I mean, obviously the Bucs, I think, are going to win that conference. I mean, that division. But if I'm putting them in into the class of, all right, can they beat Green Bay right now? Who, again, Aaron Rodgers is relaxed. Yeah, he's looking like right? Aaron Rodgers. The Rams are still there. The Cardinals are still there. Shout out to 12 and his, his Cowboys. The Cowboys are there. So, do I think, where do they fall in with any of those teams? And I feel like they're at the bottom of the
0: barrel. There's, so, a, there's a team in that division you didn't name.
3: I'm sorry, who? He he knows what team, but it's, it's fine. I said the, the Bucs are winning oh,
0: you, that division. Oh, you yeah. said, oh, said? the Bucs okay. are winning. All right, slow, slow down down, I, that didn't Jeez, I didn't hear you say it. Slow down, that guy. Jeez, put your pistol back in. My bad. My bad. Everybody lowing their weaponry on the count of three. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm with you, though, because Jameis, he don't have nothing to work with outside of Kamara. That defense is good. Slant Boy's coming back. Okay, sure. <laughs>
0: he is. And they're still, and they're, right. and they're still His playing. Name's Slant Boy for a reason. We know what you're doing. Carlton yeah. Davis is going to come back just in time right. to lock come him on. up again. And they're still, they're still
3: playing this whole... Take some hill, Like, dude, just stop it. Stop, man. Yeah, you
0: got a real beef with that. Yeah. It's like
3: the Wildcat. It's figured I, out. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. So, yeah, that's my, that's going to be my pretender. Okay. Contenders. Nobody said the Chiefs. I don't
2: think that's where
0: right. I thought you were going to go, huh? I thought you were going to go to the Chiefs.
2: I just don't know what the
0: Chiefs are right now. They're sitting at three and three. I know that. I, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I thought you'd go to the Chiefs. Uh, who else is I thinking you might throw out there? The Chiefs the Chiefs are in a winnable division to me. Because outside of the
3: Chargers, who are very talented, got the Raiders. They look beatable. Okay. Broncos are beatable. Raiders are beatable. Raiders are definitely beatable. Oh yeah. And the Chiefs have more talent right now, at least on offense, than anybody else in that so you're leading on the side of contender.
0: Yeah. You think the Chiefs are a contender? I still think they're a contender. They just got to get hot. Yeah. Okay.
3: I mean, the, their track record tells me that why would I count them out? Right. right. I mean, recent,
0: recent history has told you don't mm-hmm. sleep on the Chiefs. The
2: reason why I don't know right now because Pat Mahomes, he's just
0: turning over the ball
2: at a rate that he's never, never has before.
0: Which history tells you that won't continue. That's what history says. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay, let's switch, to, switch it up. Let's go with the contenders. I know we did one per, and we did one per, I think there's more than just three oh, real contenders yeah. right now in the league. So, anybody want to start us off with a contender they got?
3: I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. You Buying. I'm all in. I think, I think from jump, I think y'all know how I feel about Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I think that he is definitely top five in the league. I th- Yes, I feel like man. Uncle's gearing up on you. No, my chips, not, my chips are all okay. in. I'm trying um, to work on my posture. Ah, okay. I, I, I feel like he he's becoming that quarterback that keeps his team in a game. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some some way, he figures out how to win a game. Um, I think that defense is more than good enough to get the job done. I think he's got weapons. And... Shout out to the resurgence of Emmanuel Sanders, by the way. Emmanuel Sanders. And that and that division is trash. Their division is garbage. So, yeah, that division is. I mean, oof. who's gonna compete with them? Mac Jones ain't gonna come out of
0: nowhere. <laughs> Dude, how's the AFC East worse than the NFC East? Like, how, Sway? Because the AFC East said, hold my beer. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, okay. Yeah, Buffalo Bills
3: are my uh, contender.
0: One of. They're one, one of. Dim- they're All
2: one right. dimensional, one dimensional
0: on offense, though. That concerns me in like, the postseason. Yeah,
2: what's going to happen in the postseason?
0: Because you mean, know
2: they're going to gear up for that passing offense, highest point differential in the league right now. Buffalo Bills. Sure, I, mean, now I
0: hear you. know and they yeah. win a bunch of. Now I think they're going to win a bunch of ball games, and I think they will, just like they did last year. Mm-hmm. Again in the in the postseason. I worried about Zach
2: Moss and Singletary. Probably not. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, who's I'm, your Who's your contender? Can't
2: go Bucks.
0: You can. I'm gonna go Rams. You can go Bucks. I'm gonna go Rams.
2: I think they got okay. one of the best defenses in the league. Um, they could cover, and you know, in this league nowadays, you got to be able to cover.
0: Would, was it you that pushed back on that on the Rams defense? Uh, you like think. they have the they have the best D tackle, and they mm-hmm. have arguably you were the best concerned corner. About the linebackers? You no, know. he was like, but who else is on that team? Who else is on that defense? I don't know. And so it was you, mm-hmm. okay?
2: But there's if you there's no names outside of Jalen Ramsey
3: and
2: Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald but they're solid as a unit. Okay. And they, what did they miss last year? It wasn't the defense. Yeah, it was offense. And yeah. they got it this and year. And they got
3: that.
2: Yep. yep. No one's guard, no one hasn't guard, guard guarded Cooper Cup all season. He's, he's, he's still open right now.
0: Except for the Cardinals. Sure. Except for the Cardinals. Which, go ahead. Robert Woods coming on. And Henry. yeah, he finally, yeah, Stafford finally realized Robert Woods can catch a ball. Right. Okay, I dropped him on it's, my team. It's kind fancy of hard
3: team. to be mad when Cooper Cup is like just putting up eighty five hundred points a game. I had Robert Woods on
0: my fantasy team. Yeah, me too. I dropped him. I think I had him in both. Dropped him in both.
2: That's drastic. I just put him on the bench. <laughs> nah, I think I dropped him. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but is then, it really though? And then Henderson in the backfield. He was, he's been solid. Hey so man, they've got that balance. You don't. It's, it's not Cam Akers, but it's a it's a solid running back. And I believe in um, Stafford. So it's definitely an upgrade. I think they're a contender.
0: Okay, which I said at seven foot season. Like that's my biggest concern in the NFC is the Rams. I think we'll end up seeing the Rams in the NFC Championship. So since I said that, I might as well go and take it. I don't know why you didn't take it. Go with the Bucs.
2: <laughs> I felt like it was a homer pick. So don't I, care. I, yeah.
0: No, it's it's true. Not just a homer pick would mean like we're sitting at you know three and three like the Panthers. You're like no, we're still one of the best. No, the so Bucks obviously. are legitimately a contender. I mean, that's—I don't think anybody's arguing with that. It's an easy pick. Yeah, it's mean, definitely easy. Pick.
3: I'm actually surprised by that. I took the easy pick. I felt that you were going to go with my next contender. Honestly, Cardinals.
0: Yes, and I can. I mean, but why? Why not take my team? Because, I think that's
3: kind of easy pick
0: too. They're uh, But they're a contender. No, if I, you believe
3: they're a contender, then, then name them. Well, I mean, I—I I, I feel like the. the Reason why I say this, I feel like the Cardinals didn't come into this season like, oh, you know, hey, everybody's picking the Cardinals. Right. Everybody, everybody's picking the Bucks or yeah, the Rams. Yeah. Or even the Packers out of the NFC. Like who's talking about the Cardinals
0: come No, I'm with I think the, I think the well, the Cardinals were I think last year when people looked at the Cardinals, they said offense is great, defense needs a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. They were a borderline a playoff team. They just missed the playoffs last year. At the very tail end of it, but and know, they added some pieces on defense, mm-hmm. and now they're winning ball games. So I don't, I don't think any, I'm not floored that I, the Cardinals are doing well. I guess it's weird to go
3: from borderline playoff to the only undefeated team in the in the season right. I mean the in the league right now. They won a lot of games last
0: year though. They weren't bad last season. Did they make the playoffs? No, they just missed the playoffs. Their defense. They just is great and they just shit. missed the playoffs because the Rams won the division. So I, I don't think the I don't think the Cards have made this quantum leap, but. They were, I mean, that offense was really good last year. They just needed some help on defense. Now the defense is waking up. Mm-hmm. Defense is giving them some help. Offense is still elite. I think
2: my, my only question with them is what happens when defense keep uh, Kyler Murray in the pocket? It's gonna be they're going to scheme up a way to keep him in the pocket.
3: Right. They're already two, almost two wins away from matching what they did last season. They're 8-8? Eight eight. Yeah, they're 8-8. Eight eight. They're a 500 team. Borderline playoff team. They are 500.
0: They're undefeated. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not yeah, saying you're not wrong. And the conversation isn't the biggest surprises of the years. Who do we think are contenders? Right. I think the Bucks are contenders. It's, it's, it's an easy picture. It's a layup. They should, they should be I'll the contenders. Cherry pick. Yes. The, Fine. The, the defending Super Bowl champion should be a contender. Sure up to secondary, please. I'll cherry pick. And okay. I'm not doing that with you today. I'm not doing that with you today. With the, 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 the defensive backs are hurt. We're dealing with injuries. So you just cap for the Browns offense because of their injuries, but you won't cap for your own team. So, capping, to so you Even are going to do it
3: with them today.
2: I got him. <laughs> I got him. I got him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was baiting me.
2: The Bucks. And are it. you okay with Ross in the slot covering? Not doing it. Here we go. Are you okay nope. with Ross covering doing Deshaun Jackson in the I'm slot? Not doing it. So
3: um, who is your second contender? The Packers.
1: Nice. Okay. Yeah.
3: Not matter that. You shouldn't be.
1: Don't trust <laughs> that defense. Nothing
2: they're they're solid. They're they're what the Bucks defense was last year. Okay. And I believe in Aaron Rodgers. You don't bet against A Rod. Everybody was ready to panic the first game of the season because he lost. After okay. the whole debacle of the offseason. Okay. No, I mean, six six weeks later, you're five and one. You can't you can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron.
0: Okay. Is back? is it back to me? <sighs> yeah. Y'all know where I'm going you with this won't one. address the Bucks defense. I'm not though. doing it. Nope. <laughs> but, Nope. All right. I'm going to do it. We'll we'll talk about it at some point. We've had that conversation. I feel like it feels like every other day we're having that conversation. I'm not doing it with you. Because I'm saving you from the inevitable. You're not saving me from nothing. All right, Thanos. I
2: am the
3: inevitable.
0: Be grateful. (laughs) As in your deaths, you become children of the great (laughs) Thanos.
3: Who's your second contender?
0: Lamarvelous Jackson. There it is. Stop playing with that boy. Stop playing on Lamar. Like, I am so sick of people trying to discredit what this man does. He still ain't got a top 20 receiver. His tight end, might maybe top five? Maybe? In fantasy, yeah. But (laughs) in terms of, like, tight tight end talents, right? You open draft pick. Yeah, best tight ends out there. It, maybe he's top three. Sure, he's yeah. behind Kelsey. He's behind Waller. I think like I'm missing somebody. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. No, he's over Hawkinson. He's Over T.J.
3: That's
2: it then. So it's he's not, top. It's three.
0: not Kittle. Huh? Oh no, no. Greg's hurt. No, when he's healthy, when Greg's hurt, he's on yeah, he's on IR again. No. So yeah, again, wait. he's not top three tight end in the league. All things, all things equal, he's not top three. All right. And yet Lamar continues to win ball games. Yeah. Putting the team on his back. Now, that run game is solid. But again, handed to Latavius Murray in 2021. Le'Veon Bell's back.
3: Yeah. Devontae's in there, too. Devontae.
0: There's anybody. A bunch of guys.
3: Pick a guy.
0: Pick one. They were like, Who, who's healthy out there on the market? It's, it's Lamar and his band of misfits. Who could run I mean, the ball? That is a great way to put that. Man, that is a great way to put it. You got to stop playing with Lamar Jackson. Man. Like, a stat. The man is
2: balling. There was a stat that came out that he won the most games in NFL history before, by the age of 25? Yes. Yeah, yeah he beat
3: uh, Dan Marino.
0: He beat he beat Dan Marino's regular a guy who unequivocally is considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And yet, he will still die on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no I don't receivers. understand it. With no receivers helping him. That's I mean, a, like, he has like, in terms of total yards, he has more total yards than, like, four teams. Like, he himself has accounted for more yards than, like, four Teens,
2: I, I don't want to take this conversation somewhere else, but he should be top three MVP MVP in the MVP
0: running right now, right? Absolutely. And people are. Every, I I get the Josh Allen hype. Give me Lamar over Josh. I'm sorry. I'm Honestly, I'm not sorry. And Brady has better stats than Josh Allen, so also throw that out there. Can he? So why is Josh Allen the front runner for MVP? Can he keep it up? He's done it every year. Now the playoffs, different conversation. Regular right season, he's done it every year. At this point,
3: again, he plays a very physical, very physical Oh, you're talking about
0: just in his career long term.
3: I mean, at at this point, like, I feel like whenever the, the Ravens are good, it's because Lamar has carried them and has had to do everything. Which is every year since he's been in the league. Right. So, at this point, he's what? He's only 24, 25?
0: He's got to be 24 because he set the record before age 25. So, he's got to yeah. be 24 or lower.
3: So is what he's doing right now. Again, 5 and 1. But uh, one third through the season, can he continue this through the AFC? He's done it every year. So Obviously, I can't say not? no because he's done it every year. So until I see otherwise. But to a point to where he's actually like when they get to that final week and now it's an extra game. Are you talking about health-wise? No, not not just health-wise. It's it's an extra game. It's more of him having to do everything and now you have to play at least three more games to get to the final game. I don't see why not.
0: Well, what they did like, what they did for him last year, he didn't play the final game. So no, they, they win a ton of regular season games. My they, point is to get to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady to has
3: tons of help to get to the Super Bowl, right? He, I mean, he's 85 years old, and he has great guys around him. If Lamar has to do everything, that's the equivalent of LeBron. LeBron has to do everything to get his team to the finals every single year. And that will take a toll on you when you don't have help. I Can Lamar it. continue to do this and then get to the and then get to the playoffs and have mm-hmm. to play a Josh Allen? No, honestly, a Josh Allen who has help around him. That's yeah, the it's, thing.
2: That's a good point. He's a contender, but I don't think he's going to go deep into the playoffs because of the pieces around him. It's easy to defend Baltimore, even with
0: Lamar Jackson. I think that defense will give them a chance when that defense shows up, and that defense is good. And then right now, they're playing without Marcus Peters. If that defense continues to do what they do, they will have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. But to your point, those other guys are going to have to step up. If they want to take that next step, because we, we see them in the playoffs every year. They've gotten to the second round. They got to the second round last year. All right. And they end up losing. It's going to take those other guys stepping up. And I feel like. Where's Rashad Bateman? He's hurt. Okay. So Bateman's hurt. Bateman is expected to come back this year. It feels like Hollywood Brown is a little better. He's a walk in drop. No, look at his numbers. His is the, yeah, he'll this is yeah. He's an best explosive start. play. No, no, this is the best drop. start to a season he's had statistically.
2: But if I'm sure, if you look him up, he he compared probably lead, to he's little, had some drops. Probably lead the league for league him. drops.
0: No, I actually think they said he is um uh and and he is like top five in the AFC right now. I think in receiving. Did you see what Bart Scott said about him? And that's where I saw the stat because everybody he was saying, oh, he wouldn't start at any other team. In the AFC. Yeah. And actually it came out. He's like top five in the AFC in receiving. So I feel like Hollywood is is taking a next step. Mark Andrews is balling at current, right? So again, if those guys can continue those things, hopefully Bateman comes back. We don't know what Bateman's going to be, let's be honest. He's a rookie. Hasn't played a game. So maybe he's helped, maybe he isn't. Sammy Watkins, still the same Sammy Watkins he was in Kansas City. A non-factor. Yeah, he's A non-factor. So... If Hollywood actually does take that next step, Mark Andrews continues to be Mark Andrews. That could, And that defense plays mm-hmm. to the level it can play. I think they can go deep.
3: So can I ask y'all, and this is kind of the, the week six, way too early. You guys have a Super Bowl in mind? Bucks and Bills. I came
1: in the season saying Bucks, Chiefs. In week six, mm-hmm. right
0: now today. Too early. Way too early. Mm-hmm. Bucks charges.
2: Chargers. Nice.
0: Yeah. That Chargers offense. The Ravens stomped them this week. They did. No, they did. And that's okay. But that's one game. It's one game. That's all, all right. what I'm saying. So
2: their, their second-year quarterback is going to lead them
0: to the Super Bowl. I, I like it. That offense, that Austin Eckler's balling. Mike Williams is having a phenomenal start to his year. Keenan Allen's still Keenan Allen. He ain't, he ain't exploded for real, for real. Keenan Allen's still Keenan Allen. That defense got your boy over there. Derwin playing out of his mind. Listen, so I'm just saying. Chargers do look good. I'm just saying. They look bad this week. Over the Raiders, Bills, though. I'm gonna be honest. The Josh Allen running around in the playoffs, it just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. He doesn't, he, he puts up.
3: That's 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 weird considering no it, no Pat it's Mahomes
0: no 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 it's <laughs> weird. you're gonna Jackson. say but Lamar Jackson a lot of some of his running is design running Josh Allen is playground running you can say the same thing about Kyler Murray and Pat Mahomes that's why I didn't pick the cars to come out of the, the NFC Pat Mahomes I'm gonna say Pat Mahomes is a little bit different because I think they also scheme extremely well like they they scheme guys open the I Chiefs think, have done a Andy Reid who I'm a big Andy Reid fan. I think Andy Reid is as much of a reason why that team wins as anybody else.
2: I don't think Josh Allen gets enough credit for being a drop-back passer. He only,
0: he only runs around when he needs to make a play. Okay, you're the same one who made the argument they're one-dimensional. You made that argument. Yeah. they, they You they, gave it to me.
2: No, I'm just saying. So, they so don't, now you're back on
0: They don't have a running game. So again, that's, so again when I look at them in the playoffs, but being one-dimensional, the Chargers, Austin is having a really good year. That that offense has looked way more balanced. I'm
2: just saying you're labeling him as a quarterback that just runs around.
0: Okay, so fine. It's one dimension. It's a one dimensional offense. I think he makes his best plays when he's running around. That's those are the plays we see. But yeah, I think I think the the Bills are, are a really good team. But I don't see the balance. I don't think I don't think they have enough. They, their run game is just not going to scare anybody at all. It's not even it's not even a factor of like guys not living up to their potential. It's just not there. Like, you could say with Hollywood Brown, he doesn't live up to his potential. He drops the ball. That That is somewhat fixable. The the Bills just can't run the football. They just fit. They just can't. Can't do it. Can't coach him. <laughs> can't <laughs> win with him. Can't do it. So at that point, give me a team with more balance and so give me the Chargers. It's All week right. six. This is right now today, right? You gave me... Yep. I, yeah. Hey, that's fair. Way too early. Way Tanner too early. Mid is just so mid. Stop it. He is. Nobody, is. nobody said the, the Cowboys. You got... Because... I'm. I'm. That Cowboys defense is actually pretty nice. That offense is so good. That defense is pretty nice, though. They have a top five offense. The Cowboys are actually really good. Prescott yeah. is. He's, he's, I'm. I've always been a fan of Dak Prescott. He's looking like the old Prescott from the from the first game of the
3: season. That like at, at that point that was like the best guy. I know it was the first game, but that was the best game. Like books and uh, that was a fantastic game. Man, he's gonna Bucks be the Boys. comeback
0: player of the year. Should be yeah, Bar should. none Not even close
3: Who's, who's that Comeback I picked, player last year or, No I picked
2: Carson Wentz <laughs> it was, Oh to
0: start the season You did he's pick Carson He's not having a bad season God, No he's not having it. A terrible but year no. Dak is just But his head that, and shoulders yeah. Dude about, Dak yeah. is hooping yeah, He is CeeDee Lamb is a monster
2: I'm not sold on that defense though I know you said said The defense is
0: good Wait did you say The Diggs I, is like The defensive version Of Jameis Winston <laughs> <laughs> did you did somebody? Somebody, you? somebody said I seen that. I I didn't see that, say that somebody said it. it was like he's just as likely to get a pick as he's to give nice. up a touchdown. I don't
2: think he's not. He's nice. He's nice. No, he, I mean, yeah. listen. I
3: also don't believe in Mike McCarthy. I think he's garbage as a coach. Oof. I think he's horrible. Oof. I'm with you on that. Oof. Like so, are they a contender? No. The the way that Dak Prescott is playing. And if he stays healthy, yes, the Cowboys are a contender.
0: I think he will stay healthy, and I think that offense is scary good. But yeah. we're also waiting
2: on the, the Cowboys to be the Cowboys yeah, towards the end. You had to knock them down again. The Sorry, Herm.
0: Yeah. If well, if Mike McCarthy is the coach, come playoffs time. Okay, are we done? Are those are those our contenders. I, I think, think that's, that's it. it. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Got a nice boy. It's going to be, this is a fun season so far. It is. It's a fun yeah, season. It's going to it be interesting to see what develops. There's going to be some team that catches their stride and, you know, gets on their hobby horse. Some of these guys are going to falter, right? They're going to start falling on their faces in different ways. Injuries will happen. Yeah. Man. And that will change the trajectory of some folks' season. I think we should revisit this in uh, six weeks. There we go. Done deal. We're two thirds ish through the season. Okay. Cool. There it is. I, look at look at
3: come on Tanner. AJ Brown, oh bummy self.
0: All right. I almost I was real close to dropping him in fantasy. <laughs> go ahead. What you got? Bring us home. OBJ. Mm-hmm.
2: What what is it? What what do we make of him now at this point in his career? Is is he done? Does he have a chance to be elite again? What what are we doing? What are we doing with him? I thought I wanna point? let
0: Punk go first, because this that's his guy. That is my guy.
3: Um I honestly
0: don't. I'm talking to the mic, sir.
3: I honestly don't think so. You don't think so? What? That he has the chance to get back to being elite again? That it's hurts.
2: That, is, that hurts. It it's does.
3: Tough. Um, it, at this point, he can't. He just can't stay healthy. So if 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 every season he's just gonna be nagged. And honestly, like coming into his career, he was kind of just nagged by injuries. He didn't start his rookie year. He didn't start until what week six or something like that because of injuries. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, he's always kind of been injured his whole career. So yeah, it's it's, it's very disappointing because honestly, he's like one of my favorite players in, in the NFL. And, it's, yeah. and he's so super talented. There's nothing he can't do on a football field. No, it's, it's just health wise. Yeah. I'm not willing to give up on him yet. I'm not giving up on him, but, I mean, football is a, it's a contact sport. and He can't stay healthy. And I've never I mean,
2: seen him drop this many passes.
0: I think, so, the other thing is I feel like at the moment, what we're seeing right now, the past couple of weeks, he's played two weeks, and he's looked super average. <clears throat> Maybe even below in certain moments. The drops are bad. I'm going to, just, I'm going to give him the pass of rust. He had not played a ball game in, in, since 2019, I believe it was. It's been a long time since he played professional football. It's a fast game. It requires the physical, but also the mental piece of it. And I think it takes, there's a transition period of getting back to game speed. We hear about it all the time, right? About game. He's so mid. Tanner's so mid. Yeah, throw your hands up at that terrible throw he throws out the back of the end zone. Uncatchable ball. He's so mid. OBJ is dealing with rust. I'm going to give him rust. Right. And I want to see how he continues to progress the rest of this season. Because I think it's still there. The talent's still there. It doesn't go away. Yeah. And we've seen guys go through injury issues and eventually be able to pull it back together. So let's see if he's able to do that, and then I'll make a final determination on OBJ. I think he's done. I'm sorry. That's tough. I can see you saying that. I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. One one thing that doesn't get
2: hurt is your hands. (laughs) And the fact that he's dropped so many passes... I don't know if it's it's thinking about it that the injuries. I think it's mental, but it's not the ob obj of the old. So not, not and not I, close. I don't think we'll ever get it back. Oh. He's just gonna bounce around from team to team
0: for the rest of his career. I hope not. That's tough, man. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. He is. okay all right. As always, the man in my right is Anche. Yep. Yeah. The man in my left is Punk. Yes, sir. I go by Breeze. We'll catch you next week.